1: Welcome to scam Wow! Well. Scam well. I'm Sue Smith. I'm Caitlin Bradnick, and, and we love scams. We love
2: scams. Guys, we love scams. We love each other. We mm. love you.
1: We, we we love you. We're here with another bi-coastal recording. That's all we do. Your, yeah, that's all we do. I did get out of bed today and go to a studio, so... Yeah, um, Sue's
2: super fresh, which is exciting. There's no cat in this studio. No cat in this studio. The microphone hopefully is set up properly
1: lord knows we're
2: doing the best weekend um yeah. it's so great so good to see you once again via skype you look amazed you. um guys i also want to say to all of our listeners remember this is satire we're having fun we're scam spurts, we're not experts
1: you know listen we try our best with the facts and sometimes we embellish fun.
3: <laughs> on this they podcast are.
1: Facts are for fun. Facts are merely incidental.
2: Do we try and read British and Swedish literature? Yeah, we yeah. try. We you know, try. are we also dyslexic? Yeah, we might get some things wrong. Still, no one has reached out to me about my Swedish history and I am waiting for a new Swedish history friend. And I don't have a single one. How
1: Are there no Swedes in our audience? That listen, no
2: one that cares about the Royal Swedish <laughs> Historical Society. <laughs> Have we no sweets? <laughs> Somebody Jeez. get on ancestry.com and talk to some of those people that collected for the Mormon church and find out if you have Swedish ancestry.
1: We gotta do that. And then go and then go eat your meatballs. Yeah, and, and- chat with
2: me. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Sorry, more PSA. Please reach out. Um, how are you? Sue?
1: um i am good i mean it's just like too warm here and i've been getting, oh my I've been getting headaches. So to get over here so. <laughs> i've been getting these headaches from the humidity but other than that i'm great <laughs> <laughs> how are you how are you how was your nightmare commute a
2: nightmare commute, hour and a half commute from Queens to Brooklyn. They're in the same city, basically. Um, yeah, fine. I just, this week was a fun week as a mom. My baby threw up on me and then took off his diaper, stepped in his poop and walked around the bathroom in his no. And I was oh. like, I still love you. Like, I, oh. I really like this kid still. It was crazy. He threw up on me and then I knew oh. he had to throw up again. And instead of like
1: running away, I was like, give me a hug. <laughs> so he could be comforted when he threw up a second time. I have a question. So when he throws up on you, does it make you want to throw up as well? No. Because when someone vomits and I smell it, I immediately want to vomit. Yeah. A stranger's vomit,
2: um, maybe a spouse's vomit, but like a baby vomit. There's just this like, I don't know if I, I might be the only one. I don't think I'm the only one, but I also don't know if it happens to other people because I haven't really chatted with too many parents about vomiting. Um, I look at him and I go like, oh my God, you just go into like chaos mode. And all of a sudden, like I also dressed up that day in a cute outfit. I put on mascara. I was like, my husband's no. gonna come home and I'm not gonna look like garbage for once. <laughs> and he yeah. comes home and we are both naked in the bathtub. There's puke shirts and clothes all over. And I was
1: like, sorry, we really tried. We really tried. And now there's like mango puke everywhere. <laughs> oh no, oh boy, oh boy. But I like him a lot, he's a great kid. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's adorable. He's really he's fun. He's adorable. Okay, we have an amazing guest today and they are gonna, going to talk about something that is gonna Gonna make Katie uncomfortable, but I'm fascinated by it and cannot wait to hear about. I don't know any of this, and I'm really excited to like just firsthand freak
2: out over the sound waves. Yeah,
4: I'm really glad we're in the room together that way. <laughs> we can maybe hold hands if you get really <laughs> sad. Okay. okay. Oh, guys, please welcome Odd from Frau
2: Welcome. Frau Pow is another podcast on our network.
4: Yeah. On the Banana Network.
1: Yes. Welcome.
0: It's really cool. Well, everybody
1: should check it out. Mm hmm. Um, do you want to give a little intro about what you guys, what you're like? What's it about? Sure. Um, so
4: I am on a roller derby team. Um, and one of my teammates, uh, Ragnarok, and I started a podcast called Frau Um That's And great. we talk about things that tend to make people uncomfortable or like stigmatized topics. So things like mental health. Um, racism, immigration, um, things that you don't really want to talk about at the dinner table. Um I love. Sounds really heavy,
0: but it's, it's really awesome.
4: Yeah. Katie has an interview with us coming out mm-hmm. and it's mm.
1: really fun. We are gonna talk about Jonestown. What got you the most? What got you interested in Jonestown? So if I'm gonna be completely honest. Um, which I will be.
4: Uh, so my government name is Jamie. And um I was I'm was a bookworm as a kid. I like didn't talk to anybody and read books. Um, cool. and I would go to Books a Million Um and just like read there. Um, sort of like Matilda.
0: Mm-hmm. And
4: I don't I don't have magical power. So but I hoped mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I <laughs> I picked up a book um called Jonestown, and it was about Jonestown, but I thought it was about Jamestown, which I was like, oh, that's like my name, so I'm really interested in it. Mm-hmm. Very not that, not at all close to Jamestown or Jamie at all, mm-hmm. but I got to learn about... There's a J. There's it's a like J,
1: the basically. Oh, yeah. How old are you when you're learning about it?
4: Probably like 10.
1: Too young. Too young, I (laughs) know.
4: My parents did not censor any of the media that I consumed at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Like after I started watching Rugrats. um, It all started with Rugrats. It always does. It's like downhill from there. That's it. It's a gateway drug if I'm honest. It's a
1: gateway. Rugrats are a gateway. Exactly. The Pickles family. (laughs) So So I just,
4: I read that book and I became really interested in in it and like why these people would, uh, well, how this really horrible thing happened to these people. Um, and I don't think I really understood kind of the complexities of what happened besides the fact that like they were brainwashed. Um, mm-hmm. or even really, where did this take place in 1978? Okay, I'm thinking
2: Jonestown, like early settlement. That's James, Jamestown. <laughs> That's Jamestown. I was like during Pocahontas times. <laughs> there's like Indians and I knew that It's were- a casual mistake. Yeah. Oh gosh. yeah. Okay. We all I make literally it. this entire time and coming into this going like Caitlin, don't study about any Native American, <laughs> don't study about any Jamestown oh history. Boy. Okay, so this is not that.
4: Yes. yes. All right. A different kind of mass okay. murder. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um Yes, yeah, so in nineteen seventy eight. And then subsequently, I became very interested in, like, other really horrible things. Um, Both my parents are in the medical field. My mom is a nurse and my dad um, is an optometrist. And uh, they talked about, like, medical stuff at our dinner table. So he's really desensitized to a lot of gruesome, disgusting stuff. And um, so I think that sort of, I'm just, like, very interested in, like, horrible things that happen to people and like how we can like great so I cannot be involved in it. Oh so you're yes, like, you're I like love a doomsday this. prepper with medical information. Oh absolutely okay. yes. <laughs> I love that. That's like the best description of me oh,
2: ever. Great. <laughs> okay. Great, great. We'll make a sticker. All right. So what happened?
3: I'm uh, nervous.
4: <laughs> it's okay. Basically, uh People's Temple, which is the church that Jim Jones started. So this is a cult story. Yeah, a cult story. So number one, cults are scams. Mm-hmm. Number two, People's Temple especially is a scam.
2: Okay. And that was a religion.
4: Uh, yeah. Well, it's a church. Church. Okay. Um, so I think it's really important to know that when Jim Jones was born, that his mother said she had a vision of him becoming a um, messiah
2: while she was giving birth. Mm -hmm. Well, you see a lot of things when you give birth. There's a lot happening in there. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff in that room. Lots of people. It's
4: involved. So, I mean, he started off being very elevated Uh in his life. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was like a really big loner growing up. Um, His dad was an alcoholic and um, like all the kids at school wouldn't talk to him. They thought he was really weird. Mm. Um, So he started attending um, Pentecostal church services, as one does Mm -hmm. um, when you're in elementary school. You need a friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're, you know, they're really engaging and really interesting. um, Exciting. Exciting. There's lots of dancing. People speak in tongues. It's in a tent. It's hot. Um. So he thought they were really cool, and he. Where did this
2: take place? Did you already say
4: in Indiana? Indiana,
1: okay. Indiana,
4: I think all over Indiana. Um, most of this and eventually ends up happening in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. Um, so he starts like copying these Pentecostal ministers. I think that's what they're called. Um. And trying in order to like engage other people, Mm -hmm. Um, he becomes like so engrossed in Pentecostal church services uh, that his parents make it a rule that he can't go anymore. Whoa. Um, So then he starts holding services of his own.
2: That is so
4: extreme. Yeah. And he so he holds them for his friends and he makes his friends stay at his house until he's done giving a sermon.
1: Wait, do we know about how old he is?
4: Yeah, so he's in, I think, late elementary school or early middle school. Like, he's, wow. like, young. Mm-hmm. Oh, my god! Instead gosh. of, like, playing video games
2: or Atari, whatever they played, he's... Yeah, stick and hoop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, so he, like, sit, makes his friends sit in his house and listen to him for hours to talk about God knows what. And he and wouldn't God. let God <laughs> and God <laughs> and God, God does know mm-hmm. he wouldn't let them leave. And then one time, um, one of his friends was like, fuck you. I want to leave. Mm-hmm. And he got up and left and Jim got a shotgun and started shooting at him. What? What? Yeah. At a young age. Yeah. I think as a child, 13 at this point, like he's what still a, a baby. Uh huh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's
2: Do we know anything else from that? Or was it just like a
1: snippet of this psychopath? It's just like a snippet. Like he's damn. I just want to
2: know all about that family.
1: I listened to, I started listening to a lot last podcast on the left series about this. And they said that he, I think they said that he used to shoot, like kill like animals and stuff too. So like he's a full on psychopath. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
4: He definitely didn't give a shit about anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So because he's banned from you know, going to see his favorite people in the world um, at these ch- tent church services. And now he's not allowed to um, sermon to his friends. Um, and also I'm sure that nobody wants to come over mm-hmm. anymore if he's shot as his shotgun. friend. Yep. Um, that he starts becoming really interested in communist leaders mm-hmm. because ah. they're like really engaging. They also have that same sort of like feel to a Pentecostal um, minister communal sort of everyone's involved, and- right? Exactly, mm-hmm. and then like the way that they talk, there's like lots of pauses and lots of like shouting. Mm. Um, and so Jan becomes really interested in them and studies them, and mm. then becomes really interested in communism. Okay, mm. so. Communism isn't
1: that horrible. <laughs> you live on a commune. Fine. Yeah, it's kind of fun if everybody, if you cooperate, it could work out. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's good and no one kills each other, you're fine.
4: Um, and so he, so at this time, his dad is like an alcoholic and is really horrible. His parents got divorced. Him and his mom moved to, I think it's Indianapolis at the time, but they, ha- because she's a single mom. Um, she can. They have to live into a really poor neighborhood, mm-hmm. which happens to be like a black neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Jim starts connecting this idea of all the discrimination that he sees in his neighborhood um, to communism. So, like, communism would fix all of those things. So, fix like it would bring equality. Well, <laughs> I don't. I kind of. I mean, the reason
2: they're in this this huge like you know, void is because of this capitalist society that separates poor and people and keeps them disenfranchised. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In theory, in theory, communism is like fine. This psychopath does
2: have some things, correct?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm like, I can
4: get on board with that. He was like, I want all of the races to be equal. I want all the genders to be equal. I don't want there to be like a class system. Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel you. Totally. Sure. Cool. And he's like, Yeah. And I, you know, I lived in a place where you know, I got discriminated against, I saw my neighbors getting discriminated against. And so he starts becoming really radical in like his beliefs around equality. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm mm-hmm. all about it. Yeah. But then he realizes that the best way to spread his message about communism is through churches.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So um, because this is around the time of McCarthyism. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates communists and socialists. They're really bad. They're really scared of them. They're really scared of them. And you can get in really big trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, And the churches are still segregated, right? And so Jim is like, well, the churches are corrupt. And so in order to spread my my ideas around communism and socialism, I'm going to infiltrate the church. Okay. Mm. So at this point, he's like, I don't believe in God. Okay. Because Mm. I've prayed to God and he hasn't listened, but then I found socialism and communism and that sort of filled the God. That's my new God. That's my new God. Mm -hmm. But he's like, but I'm going to pretend that I believe in God to get by, to get by. And then also gain communist followers. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. So he's like, I have a plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not a good plan, but a plan.
2: A lying plan, no. but
1: he has a plan. It's a lying plan. It's yeah. a
2: shotgun-free plan at the moment, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I support. <laughs> yeah,
1: there are no guns no involved. No so- guns involved
2: is okay with no. me. Um,
4: and so he, you know, becomes a student minister and the church finds him to be too radical because he like wants to integrate and they're all against that. Um, and he does things like if he goes to a barber and they turn away a black person like he won't go to that barber anymore mm-hmm. He is very like okay he's actually very doing yeah he's trying to really stand up for equality mm-hmm. um he gets married they him and his wife uh adopt what they started what they call a rainbow family oh jeez. Mm-hmm. which is gross oh, um yeah. But they adopt kids of like all races. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the first couple in Indiana to adopt a black kid wow. or a white mm-hmm. couple in yeah. Indiana to adopt a black mm-hmm. kid. Wow. Um, so they're like really trying to like live this crazy, yeah, like communist life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so uh the church is still really hesitant about Jim. And so he's like, okay, whatever, I'm gonna leave. Um, and apparently he had been drawing in a lot of people from minority communities, okay. Um, so like, well, you can go start your own church. So he starts his own church, right? Mm-hmm. And this is where it all starts,
1: okay. So why did do we know why the church made him leave? Because he was
4: like making white parishioners uncomfortable, yeah, because of oh, but because he was drawing in other parishioners, which means money because uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But then they didn't want to let him completely go.
1: So he was making the white people uncomfortable by calling out the racism and adding okay, more people of it. color. And yeah,
4: and adding more people of color to, to the, the congregation. Room. Got it. Got it. Yeah, cuz he was very like loud so about. It was the 60s? Racism. Yeah, this was the 60s. Okay. Um or fifth this is the 50s cuz okay. he started people- People's Temple in 1955. Okay. Yeah, That's so hard. that makes even
2: more sense. It was super yeah, segregated
4: yeah but this is when it like starts to turn south okay mm-hmm. so um this is like when the psychopath sort of starts mm-hmm. really showing up mm-hmm. so they adopted kids from like korea also oh. and then uh, i think a couple black kids and they had their own son okay one of them was named jim jones jr Oof, yeah. Tough, yeah. Name. Yeah. tough name yeah okay. yeah so jim starts Like going to other church services and seeing like what's working for those congregations, and he finally sees a service where they do a faith healing. Okay, Mm -hmm. which faith healings are super sketchy; Mm -hmm. they're definitely a scam. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and so he is like, "Oh, this will draw in a lot of people, right?" He liked the theatrical side of it, right? And then having lots of people means that he gets lots Lots of money. money.
1: Um, so yeah so a faith healing is just like somebody who can't walk he makes them walk again basically oh, or like, like a physical someone. change
4: yeah like a physical thing right yeah so that's yeah. what they do a lot in like evangelical like fire and brimstone sort of churches like when mm-hmm. someone lays hands on you and then they pray or they say speak in tongues <laughs> and then you start walking again so like um Jim had this whole system set up where he had um, people who worked for him like spy on uh, people he knew who were going to come to uh, these faith healings. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he knew, but like he had his staff like spy on them for days, stalk them Wow and like Ooh. call them and pretend to be like a survey person okay. and ask them private information Or Jim would, like, spy on people before um, services would start to hear about sort of what their worries are or Mm -hmm. ailments. Um, He also had people who, um, like, spoke out against him, and he would dose them with sedatives. And so they would die, in quotation marks, during the service, and then he would rehabilitate them. um, They would just wake up from the sedative.
2: Wow. What? He was also behaving like a fortune teller in a sense to people. So he would not only give these physical changes, but tell them, you know, read their fortunes or read their fears or.
4: Yeah. And one thing that really stood, one story I remember reading about is that this old lady came to a service and something happened and she passed out. And I don't remember if that was orchestrated or not. Um, but then she woke up and she had a cast on her leg and they're like, Oh, you fell, um, like you broke your leg. Oh my gosh. Like, let's take you to our healer and maybe he can do something about it. And uh-huh. so uh Jim, you know, touched mm-hmm. yeah, laid his hands on her and prayed and, you know, probably said some blessings and um and then he was like, Oh, I think you're healed. And they took the cast off and she could walk. Wow. And she was like, oh, my gosh, like, thank yeah. you so much. And she just had never broken her leg. right? <laughs> she
1: just passed out, and they just put it Oh, like- my gosh.
2: That's insane. It's insane. That's so
4: manipulative.
2: And this is all in his quest to have a perfect society. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so
4: that's the whole thing is that, like, this is why he is a psychopath mm-hmm. is because he's saying, like, oh... I think he's trying to convince himself at this time, like, oh, if I just get enough money to do X, like, then I'm using it for the cause. Like, I can do it for the cause. Like, I am going to be able to spread
2: the word about. He doesn't clearly care about people that much. Like, like, he wants, it seems like he wants a perfect society, but he doesn't, if he's, like, out shooting his friends who don't listen to his sermon, he doesn't really care about human life.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, he doesn't care about the people he loses in, in the, yeah, in the process. He just cares about the, the, his church and, like, ego stuff. Wait, so is he, I thought you said that he, um, does he consider himself Christian and like advocate Christianity or no, this is his own church. So this is his own church. So I think it's sort
4: of, it's kind, I don't, I think it's kind of advertised as a Christian church, but okay. he himself says that he is agnostic and then mm-hmm. is always emphasizing that your greatest like service to God is serving man Mm-hmm. Which is me. not me, <laughs> yeah. 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 The white man, um, yeah.
1: he gets <laughs> no. Thank you. A lot
4: of things confused. He also <laughs> has his followers call him father. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, mm, not great stuff. Um, <laughs> you may be in a cult if. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tangled. Um, I'm trying to get this timeline right because a lot of stuff like. Happens all at once. It's
2: going well so far. Dang. <laughs> you. Pulled <have> me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Signs you're signs you're in a cult is the person asks you to call them father, and daddy. Absolutely. <laughs> you have
4: to give up lots of your possessions, which is going to happen multiple times in this story. You have a sudden and cast.
1: You, <laughs> yeah, sudden cast. If you don't listen to him, he shoots you with a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. signs. Big red flags. Big
4: major. Um. And so, uh, he. Also displays um these things he calls cancerous lumps um during Jeez. these phase healings and he to be like, oh, I got I like took these off of people with oh my powers. My god. <gasps> that is um, so damaging. They're actually chicken gizzards. <gasps>
2: oh <laughs> god, that is so damaging. That's so disgusting. And it makes so much sense how it has rippled through. Sort of like hearsay and the zeitgeist at the time and how people believed you could just wish your cancers away and how oh, that is a really bad butterfly effect. That
1: For I. some reason, I'm really thinking about the visuals of this like, yeah, I is he it in a jar or is he just holding up chicken gizzards? You know what I mean? Yeah,
4: no. So they apparently they're not in a jar, which I would I also imagine them immediately in a jar, like right, like mysterious juices or whatever they do. Yeah, but he apparently just set them out like on a table, no. so they were literally rotting. Oh, and so he was like, "Oh, these are things I took off of no. people. Like, look how
1: disgusting Wait, they are." Like there's somebody who works in a grocery store, like, hey, that's my <laughs> I like, right. Hold on, I just cooked with those last <laughs> week. He's like, "No, this is cancer." <laughs> <laughs> Look at my cancer! My God,
4: no. Um. Anyway, so then he is trying. He like is trying to use these healing services to get people to come to his to like hear him talk about communism and mm-hmm. how great it is, mm-hmm. right? And so, and that's the whole thing with this church. It's like not. It's not based on Christianity. It's based on communism. like communism. And but he doesn't mm-hmm. say that because right. you can't say that. Right. Mm. So it's about like loving people and equality and like being able to, sp- like, it's just spreading equality and loving each other and making sure that everybody has something. And give me your money. Mm. And give me your and money. And your gizzard. Mm-hmm. And your gizzards <laughs> from you your saying? chicken. Yeah,
1: yeah. I need the gizzards. Eat it all. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, and so people, um, start not coming as often because like how often can you do the same sort of it smells bad (laughs) and like how often can you see like the same people healed right sure sure and so sort of in response to that jim says that he has a vision of a nuclear holocaust or nuclear warfare and so this is 1961 so Mm. absolutely could be happening totally this is like at the height of the biggest fear right now he's just like right picking at it yeah and so he reads this article in a magazine called Nine Places to Hide, as you do.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: and he's like, we sh- we should take the church and like move there. Because I had this vision and like nuclear war is coming and we're all going to die. But if we go to these places, like we'll be safe. What are the places? I don't know all of them. They're all, all like all over the world. The first one that he wants to go to is in Brazil, like okay. in the middle of fucking nowhere in Brazil. Right. In the Whoa. Amazon probably. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm gonna move my family there. And so they move there for a year. And then they hate it because no one speaks English and he can't find work. Yeah, it's rough. Mm-hmm. It's rough. Yeah. And so he's like, Fuck this, I'm gonna go back to Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um and then in Indiana his uh church is sort of struggling because he left for a year. Mm-hmm. Um and so he finally starts building up more membership. And then he's like, we need to try this other place on this list that I found in a magazine. Mm-hmm. We should go to Eureka, California. Okay. <laughs>
1: That's so random. So random. <laughs> yeah. He's
4: like, we all have to move to California. The whole church. Oh, the whole Lord. church. Not just his family. Not okay. just his family. And so he's like, okay, we're going to move out to California. So they don't move to eureka they move 150 miles away from eureka because that's where they can find I think it's land cheaper. yeah <laughs> all right the best place to go we'll go close <laughs> not quite
1: <laughs> i'm just looking up where it is they,
4: oh. it's like i think it's like wine country ish
1: yeah it's very far north northern california um how big is his church around this time like how many people is he scuttling around
4: i don't know i would assume like maybe hundreds like not that to not like low hundreds if That's anything a lot to
1: Okay.
4: yeah he the important thing is is like another sign that you're in a church is they ask you to move to a very isolated location away mm. from your family and friends in who can yeah, yeah who can tell you mm. how crazy it is right mm. and so this is like the turning point Well, there's a lot of turning points, but this is another turning point in which it becomes more culty, that he starts asking people to sign things called life term
3: contracts.
4: (gasps) What? Which means that you would give your church, you give the church your social security check, which you earn because you're not working because you're working for the church um, in exchange for room and board and healthcare. Wait, is Uh. it an employment check? No, no your social security. I don't know how it worked in the sixties. Okay. It's probably different than now, but yeah. maybe it's the same. I don't know. Don't at me, okay?
1: He's um, at me
4: to
2: explain it. I would like to know.
4: <laughs> I have don't no, her,
1: but they him. were taking maybe like disability, like government money. Like yeah, disability. I know it was government
4: checks that he was taking yeah. from his followers. Okay, um, and providing them with like very minimal, like in re- things in return. Okay, as if it was the equate. Equal amount too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and he was also having them work and cook food, and also they did like a little bit of arts and crafts. <laughs> <That> sounds <too> stupid, <laughs> but like made things so they could sell them at markets Okay, okay. And like make a little bit of. I love arts and, arts and crafts. They
1: made like belts that you stamped names onto. <laughs> okay, you cute. Know. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm making that up. <laughs> I buy a picture. Um
4: also he then uh this is when he started telling everybody that they had to call him father. Mm-hmm. Um and then they also made a celib- celibacy celibacy rule because oh, sex ew. distracts you from the cause.
2: Yeah. Mm. Thank mm. God. I, obviously. <laughs> Thank God you have some distraction in this fucking psychopath. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
4: But uh, he's still
2: yeah. doing whoever he wants to do, I'm sure. Absolutely. Cuz he get Daddy
1: Fox. <laughs> yeah, he Daddy Fox. <laughs> He actually
4: gets arrested for soliciting a male police officer.
1: Okay. Oh, daddy's got a lot oh. on his mind.
4: Of course he it.
3: does.
1: Of course he does.
4: Um, okay. There's this whole thing with, like, he is super against gay relations, right. you know, naturally as someone in a part of a church is. And, uh, but then he, like, after he's caught, he is like, oh, like, I'm the true heterosexual um i'm just trying to like connect with people i don't know it's a bunch of crazy mm-hmm. bullshit mm-hmm. that someone else can look up it doesn't make any sense right he's gay mm. yeah <laughs> right. or just has <laughs> hates himself a lot of energy that he needs to sure.
2: expel apparently or he's, yeah he's he's curious he wants it all but he's going to just claim that he's super straight super straight he just has to check out
1: some other penises to make <laughs> sure
4: they
2: line up
1: the same as his they look same. Yeah it sp- just needs to get a good look at them examine them just have to double <laughs> yeah. check
2: just to confirm his masculinity
1: okay <laughs> that uh- checks out <laughs> so we're in so we're in Eureka California somewhere yes, in Eureka <laughs> yeah. California and looking at
2: penises with cops yes. but everyone else is celibate
1: yeah
4: okay but obviously that's bad press because he's a church leader, and so he's like, okay, I just have to be do bad sex things like on the DL. Oh, mm-hmm. like most predators, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. and so
4: he like has his staff actually make what he calls a fuck schedule. <gasps>
1: <gasps> he calls it that. He calls it like, a little more discreet, Jim Jones. I know. No, calls
4: it busy. his fuck schedule, and it is basically like them planning out when he can have sexual relations with different members of his church congregation. And so (gasps) this, is this
2: billed as a like experience, like a
4: spiritual experience with the members of the congregation? Yes. Men and women? Uh, I don't know if it's men and women at this point. I do know it's a lot of women. And then I also have heard that he started to engage in sexual relations with like younger and younger people, okay, which is not great, no, and none no, of it's no, good. No, 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 no. Um, but he says that he basically that this is the only way for them to have a true connection is with him, Ugh. to the cause. Yeah, is with, with him, him and his dick. Okay, obviously. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: dicks, obviously. magical. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. We've heard that before.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They all think so,
2: <laughs> especially when you're in the desert. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's like desert air.
2: Are they in the desert? <laughs> no, they're not. Are they not? It feels like it. if you say hundred miles from Eureka, I'm like, I don't know where that is. It <laughs> dusty. Dusty. Must be the goddamn Sahara. It's a goddamn <laughs> desert. Some dusty dick flapping around. That just seems like to me, but I don't know. It could be big it's sandy,
1: <laughs> sandy dicks.
4: Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's, like, all fucking pumped up with his fuck schedule. And yeah, he's pumped point- up
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he- pumping off. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's getting pumped. He's pumping it in. He's got to pump. He's got to keep up with that schedule. You got to
2: huh? do some pumps in your free time. <laughs> Get a pre-pump and post-pump. If you don't
4: use it, you lose it. <laughs> you
2: do. <laughs> That's where it came from, guys. Jonestown. <laughs>
4: But um, so he's like super pumped up. He's gaining a lot of like members. Who knows how at this point? Um, and so he goes on a national tour.
1: I know that sounds really tragically. It's just so catching, pumping up himself.
2: Members on tour, <laughs> guys. We got to take this pump out. We
4: got to we got to share <laughs> the pump. Okay, this
1: is very dark.
4: Okay. he's pumping all over. Yeah. And he's also starting to do faith healings again. We uh, all know how much we all love the chicken gizzards. Yeah, so he's like bringing it back. Bringing back those chickens. So he can get people to be interested in the cause. Okay, We're like mm-hmm. fighting for equality and communism. It's great. Mm-hmm. And so he's like spreading this message about how great communal life is going to be. Well, so he- are spreading for him.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's taking those gizzards on the road shoving those kissers wherever he wants (laughs) wherever he wants (laughs) what
4: a piece of shit he's such a piece of shit not only because of that but also because he intentionally targets vulnerable people like he knows that they're going to be the ones that are going to listen to him or want to be healed and then also he entices people like sex workers and homeless people and single mm. mothers and things like that uh with like free food mm. and uh, like mm. housing at his oh. beautiful commune yeah. that doesn't exist, mm. and so by 1973 <sighs> he has over 2,000 members because wow. of this national tour.
1: Damn, yeah, wow. it's fucking crazy. That's insane.
4: Um, and so uh, he all these people are now working at this ranch um that's in outside, much, very
1: far outside of Eureka. Oh, even, in the California desert. Yeah, California <laughs> desert. <laughs> Tons of dust.
4: Um, and they're having to work an average of 20 hours per week for the church on top okay. of, like, other jobs.
2: Oh, and they're still working. Yeah. Oh. So,
4: you're either required to work full-time for the church, which is not 40 hours a week. It's, you know, however many hours. Yeah. yeah. However long you can stay awake, basically. And then, or you're working um, a job, and then also working about twenty hours a week for the church, mm-hmm. and you're required to give at least twenty five percent of your paycheck to Jim Jones. Yes, mm, that's really common. another churches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another red flag. Yeah. So this guy gets like worse and worse, mm-hmm. and he starts having people frisked at the door, like what? for valuables. Oh, like, not for not for guns or weapons, just no, for
2: valuables.
3: For fucking
4: valuables to take. Yeah. To give to the church because you have to be selfless. Yeah, because you have to be selfless. You have to give up everything because that is how you become equal. Mm And he and people end up signing their homes over to the church and then the church signs and the church sells them Mm. the property. Mm. And so Jones is making like $20,000 a week, $20,000 in (gasps) 1970s money.
1: Wow. Wow. Which is probably
4: so like $1 billion. A a lot more. Who knows?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Someone else do the math. Someone who's Swedish <laughs> and knows something smart, do the math. Knows,
4: yeah, knows math. Um, and so he keeps telling people that it's to build their. Commune, ideal world, yeah. yeah. Um, and so they're raising money to do that. And he, in meanwhile, is keeping all of this money hidden from the government by putting it in multiple bank accounts in uh, in like overseas
1: bank accounts. Or... I don't know if they're overseas, but <laughs> Look like at me, I go right to it I'm because like,
2: <laughs> you know that's the best place to keep
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you're such a little scammer, you little bitch. <laughs> I'm such a bitch. You gotta keep it overseas, guys. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Just saying. Just um, saying.
4: Switzerland, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wherever you can. Uh, but yeah, no, they're all over. I think American, banks. okay, mm-hmm. because they're a church. And- they don't get taxed. Taxed. Oh, yeah. They. I think if they keep a certain amount, like under, like underneath a certain yeah. amount, that it's not suspicious. Okay. So he just has multiple accounts mm-hmm. at different banks, mm-hmm. so no one can tell. Is it under different names or? Under- I'm assuming so that yeah. people can't track it. Right. Um. Anyways, people are signing over their shit they, left yeah. and right, and he's frisking them at the door, and they're like. We want to be part of your commune. It's fucking nuts. Wow. Yeah. Um. So it should be apparent now that he was on amphetamines. <laughs> Whoa. I think it's like
2: apparent that like the news caught on. But no, he's on amphetamines. Yeah, he's on amphetamines.
4: Of I course. I mean, I feel like... With I, all that fucking, you have to stay up. You have to stay it's up. A that's a that's schedule. schedule. The fuck schedule, it's fucking... It's you brutal. Got, it's brutal. It's tight. You gotta, you gotta, gotta, gotta get tight. there. You need a little pill. <laughs> you need that pill. Um, and they didn't have Viagra. So no, mm-hmm. you need those amphetamines. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he was on a fuck ton of amphetamines because he had to stay up all the time fucking people and then spreading the word yeah, about cognitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And probably diseases too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. He has a lot of, on his plate. <laughs> He's got a lot to spread. <laughs> <laughs> but so that I think it's just important to note because obviously he was going a little crazy. Uh, but this is when his like paranoia starts. I see so that's right. why they start frisking people because they're like, you're not giving enough money to the church. Right. And his addictions needs to be filled. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then he's like, oh, I don't want to lose followers like we have previously. I have to keep the message going. Like, what do I do? Like, how do I control these people in order to maintain our membership? Because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. freaking out about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and is always worried that Enemies who have been, you know, unlabeled are right. coming to get him and like right. try. He eventually ends, it, ends up blaming it on the fascists, as we oh. all do,
3: yeah, yeah, of,
4: of course, sure. Um, so he, the church also at this time starts getting attacked, um, by media, great because you know he's acting fucking crazy, yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like frisking people, and people are like, This is not what I signed up for, okay, mm-hmm. and so. Jones actually orchestrates um, a few attacks against himself so that he can say, like, this is... Like, we're victims. We're victims. Mm -hmm. People are really trying to attack us. Mm -hmm. The media is
1: totally crazy. Um, There was that
4: cult where everybody wore red. What
2: was the cult that we did in the beginning that we watched with the...
1: The Wild Wild Country? Mm -hmm. Yes, and they orchestrated
2: something, like a fake um, hate crime against their people, too. Yeah. It's a really it's a way to get sympathy.
4: Well, Jones also was real stupid about it. He uh said somebody threw a brick at his through his window in his house, but the brick was laying outside on the lawn and the glass was on his lawn. So obviously it had to be thrown (laughs) from from the inside. (laughs) Someone, one of my multiple personalities, (laughs) just threw a brick. Yeah. So things like that. And so he like hires security guards to follow him around. And it mm-hmm. sort of emphasizes that he's right, okay. That people are trying mm-hmm. to attack them, and okay. like attacks so are way of life. inciting fear is right. a way to
2: also keep people inside, exactly. Your mm-hmm. And
4: that they have something like precious, to yeah, hold something on to. to lose, and that also mm-hmm. he is right because people are trying to kill him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and. They so this is also when they started doing attendance sheets. Um, so they're these things where people would come in and sign a piece of paper at the very bottom, and the rest of it would be blank. And then, if they would try to leave the church, they would get threatened, and um, they would say, We would take your attendance sheet and like fill it in with something really horrible. Oh my god um like type suicide note or like then the incriminating um like false confessions and things like that okay so just wow yeah. yeah so like Scientology thought that they had it all figured out first but it was actually mm-hmm. Jonestown down mm-hmm. Wow yeah um these, I'm
2: sure these are just really scared people. Yeah, because yeah. you get scared at this point. If he's convincing you, if you're a part of this huge thing, you've given your money to him. If he is preying on the vulnerable, which And they're like all
4: away is, from their families. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're yeah.
2: isolated. Like you just go like, well, it's, it's too hard to fight against it. I'll just stick it out.
4: Right. And so he sort of does a, a thing that becomes a theme in the rest of this story uh, where he encourages people to spy on each other oh no mm. so it is like their own sort of like McCarthyism um yeah. and people are rewarded when they uh say something against someone else that was in Wawa country too yeah it's, a cult, it's thing. a cult thing yeah yeah Scientology uh-huh yes mm-hmm. um and so then this sort of escalates to what he calls uh these things called uh catharsis mm. um And so he has people stand in front of the congregation that have been accused of a crime against the church. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the congregation starts yelling insults at them.
1: Oh, my God.
4: And Mm. they just do it until Jones says that they can stop. And then eventually they start morphing into like physical abuse as well. And so they uh, start like receiving whippings. They have this thing called the Board of Education, which is a like, Two by four. Some piece of wood but oh they just get God. fucking beaten. Yeah. Um, and this is happening to kids. It's happening to adults. Mm. So fucked up. Yeah. And so he they have like parents beating their children. They have adults like in boxing matches where they just hit each other yeah. Um, until one of them passes out and then that person is woken up again and then they just have to beat each other again until he says, Oh <gasps> yeah. Um, so, <sighs> it's sick. It's, it's sick. Really sick. It's really yeah. horrible. And at some point during this period, they've moved to like San Francisco because they want to spread their- Even dustier. <laughs> <laughs> it's dusty yeah, that's true. Hilly. It's really dusty in that beautiful San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and so they're trying to have more of a uh, connection to a city so they can spread the word oh, about their. So they're not trying to isolate as much. So they're not, oddly, but because they had been in this place that's away from Eureka, Eureka at the ranch, that they were already brainwashed into sort of being insular. Mm-hmm. so they mm-hmm. could do it and they moved to this place oh, in San they were Francisco they already like
2: captives in a sense right mm-hmm. and
4: they mm-hmm. didn't have any belongings or any income mm-hmm. and so they just all lived together and um, on a in property in San Francisco and just only worked at their church mm-hmm. so they mm-hmm. still were really isolated even though they were in a city yeah because the, the only thing they had was that right mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. so things are really shitty right um everybody's sad no one is leaving um and what's really so- another thing that sort of stuck out to me as a kid is that when they moved to san francisco oh my god
1: yeah my art producer
4: just gasped we forgot you did all this as a kid
1: <laughs> <laughs> sad
4: this is like also such a uh, window into like how fucked up my little brain is and yeah. maybe why i have anxiety issues maybe <laughs> maybe oh, um but the, when they moved to San Francisco, because it's a city, they could afford less space. Um, and also, uh, Jones has a drug problem. problem, And so he's like, yo, the budgets are slashed. Um, we're going to eat like Kraft mac and cheese. I don't mm. know if that existed, but mm. something equivalent to that. And yeah. also, like, you can't bring any of your pets with you because we don't have fucking room for them. And so they're all going to die. Like, they all got <sighs> murdered. Oh Wow. Super fucked up. Yeah. Oh,
2: I will listen to this forever.
4: This is like prepped because you have to know this whole like how this started and like this. the little pieces that I have. Please never stop. <laughs> please stop. I please, don't even. I have like one million of these stories
2: please after Jonestown. Stop. If you want. never stop. <laughs> yes, we'll have you on again. Um, this is like, amazing.
1: <laughs> Fascinating.
4: So all he's like brainwashing everybody. Um, and at the same time, um, he's had People go to Guyana, which is in South America, um, mm-hmm. and f- because it, Guyana is a socialist English-speaking country, because God knows that Jones doesn't
1: sp- not speak English, right? Of course not. He's from Indiana,
4: <laughs> and
1: so it
2: didn't go well in Brazil, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they had to leave, and they had to come back. It's tough.
4: Um, no
2: fuck calendar there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so they had to. Um, they had made this arrangement with the Guyanan. Guyanan government uh, that they would set up a socialist commune and kind of was like, sure, whatever, like take some jungle land. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they have this piece of property. There's a few... um, like staff members of the church who go down there and basically are having to create this commune from scratch. Like they have nothing. They don't have fucking hammers. They don't have bulldozers. They have nothing. They're just stuck in the middle of a goddamn rainforest. But they figure it out. and they that's impressive. Yeah, they create this commune and they're slowly building it. And they're like, we know that eventually people are going to have to come here and this will be like... They called it Freedom Land, like an oasis. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's also called Jonestown. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Okay, um, <laughs> it doesn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> so they um, are they prepping. They're slowly adding people to the staff as they get this like piece of jungle land built. They're mm-hmm. building cottages. They like don't have like still don't have everything, but they are slowly building a farm and adding, you know, like a, a place where they can have someone who does medicine work. Um, and they build, of course, build a special cottage for Jones that has AC. They have a pavilion that's in the middle, um, which is like a gathering place where they eat their meals together um, and have meetings and things like that. And it's super chill. So, yeah, it sounds like this group of people without him Mm -hmm. is doing really well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are so excited about the prospect of having this commune. Mm -hmm. They
1: don't even have a hammer and they make a whole city. I'm really impressed. I mean, I think eventually they
4: made hammers. They like figured it out.
2: Sure. But yeah, a hammer is created at some point. But
1: yeah,
4: in the meantime,
2: I'm very impressed with these people
1: that they figured it out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's way better than Gregor McGregor's group. <laughs> oh,
1: that's a scam. We just,
2: that was a rough, rough one.
4: Um, but in the meantime, shit is getting horrible in San Francisco. Um, so Jones has is hella paranoid because he's on a shitload of 1970s math. Mm. And uh he really gleans onto the concept of revolutionary suicide, which is a yeah, which is a term that was coined by the leader of the Black Panthers, um, Huey Newton. And he meant it as like, everybody here is suffering, like we don't have any choice other than to commit suicide
1: as a political act. uh Uh-huh. I I know. I to my face too. Yeah. To
4: actually kill yourself. Wait, why does why does what is
1: Yeah, what does he think it's going to do? Why does he latch on to it?
4: Because, wait, Huey or, uh, because of Jones. Jim Jones. He he latches on to it because he wants people to love him and love his cause so much they would die for him. Oh, yeah, that's clear.
2: Yeah, he was, so he, well, if we go back to his childhood, he's gonna yeah. shoot at somebody yeah. if they don't sit and listen. Like exactly that's been his M.O. since he was a kid.
4: Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. It shouldn't be. You surprised will die to anybody. For mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. people, I don't want anyone to ever think of Jonestown and just be like, everybody just like suddenly committed suicide in Guyana. No, like this, he's been building up to this shit for decades. Yeah, his whole life. Okay. Yeah, this is two years technically before um the incident in Guyana um. And he is training his followers to be okay with committing suicide because it's a political act. And does he explain to them like
2: it's going to create a change? It'll, ch- it'll create a ripple effect. Everybody will notice us. Like the, almost the notoriety.
4: He of just it. says that it's for the cause.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh!
4: Wow. And so in 1976 on New Year's Eve, um, there are like members. Members are like, oh my gosh, so excited for the new year where they're partying, they have wine. And then Jones comes in and is like, oh, btw, I put poison in the wine. You're going to die in 45 minutes. Like, see you later. And then everybody starts freaking out. And they're like, what the fuck? And 45 minutes later, no one is dead. And he's like, okay, that was a test of loyalty.
3: <gasps>
4: yeah, we. I had my staff watching you and had everybody oh. who was freaking out, which... Was literally everybody um, punished? So they did the whole like public shaming thing. <gasps> oh, super, super fucked up. Super fucked. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so at this Who point, is this fucking staff, these Nazis, yeah, brainwashed crazy people. Yes. yes. But so at this point, like people are leaving the church and they're going to reporters. Like there are reports coming out about yeah all of these. Super horrible things, not just that, like, they're communist, um, but that in that they're, like, overworking people. But, like, he's threatening suicide. Yeah. He, you know, is fucking everybody left and right. He's on <laughs> yep. amphetamines. Yeah. Um. Can't and be so bad. before he. um, So this reporter is going to release this big, like, expose on him and his church. And they're like, BTW, this is coming out um, in, like, a day. And Jones is like, okay, well, we have to go. And so he makes everybody, all of his members follow him to fucking Guyana like six hours before this article is released. Whoa. Yeah. This journalist must have felt real bad. (laughs) Yeah. Because I feel like you
2: have to, you know, as a journalist, you have to give them a heads up. You don't want to. Of course. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And so so he's like, peace out. Um, And. They all go to Guyana because he came so suddenly they, um, and so they had about 400 people at the commune. The population goes up by 600 people Mm -hmm. in one night. And so they're sort of fucked because they're still in the process of building this. They just got Mm -hmm. hammers. Yeah. And food. Yeah, Mm -hmm. So they, um are really freaked out. Also Jones is there and they're like fuck like we can't be super chill yeah, anymore. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um then things just get like progressively worse. So obviously they're told that they're going to be going to this beautiful commune, it's going to be self-sustainable, it's so exciting. Um turns out that that is obviously not the case. Um Jones like lives in this air-conditioned cottage where he gets to be by himself. People um all the co- of the congregation are being housed in these four people cottages with like 10 to 20 people in them. Mm-hmm. Um, he, Jones, is obviously on a lot of fucking drugs and he's getting more and more paranoid um, and his speech is getting slurred. He's like becoming really puffy because um, he's mixing all these like
3: mm-hmm.
4: substances you're not supposed to. He's always mm-hmm. drunk. Um, and he starts recording himself ranting Wow. Mm. Yeah. Just like about how the news is fake. <laughs> it's been yeah. done before, Donald. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Thank you. Um, and then basically that the fascists are out to get them. People are coming. They're going to kill them. And he will record himself doing this. And so they can play his voice ranting 24 hours a day. <gasps> yeah. And so people are quizzed on if they quiz on the content of all of the rants and if they get it wrong they get punished they're slowly like getting less and less food because they suddenly had a population increase overnight yeah Mm -hmm. um so people are tired they can't think for themselves because they're constantly hearing this crazy asshole talking Extreme brainwashing Yeah. yeah they don't have enough food they're like working 16 hour days like doing heavy labor trying to build this commune So basically, they literally don't have the energy or brain space to think for themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So they, and this is in 1978. So people, a couple people have escaped from Guyana Mm. and they've come back home. And there are also people who are super fucking concerned about their relatives who left like literally overnight and never came home. And so they all end up finding each other They make a group, they start writing letters to Congress, and they're like, please investigate these people. And they also write letters to the Guyanese government. They're like, figure this out, like, this is not good, it's a fucking cult, like, people are, like, really sick, um, and this guy is crazy. So finally, um, some senators are like, okay, we have to go investigate this. And then Senator Leo Ryan is like, I will go to Guyana and I will visit Jonestown and make sure everybody's safe and fine. And if anybody anybody wants to defect, they can come home and we'll Mm -hmm. protect them, Mm -hmm. right? Mm. (sighs) So Leo comes. um, Does he bring security with them? He brings like a couple people. They're only allowed to bring four people on the plane specifically to where they are in Guyana and so he's Mm -hmm. only allowed to bring three people with him and so um he goes he visits everybody's like really fake happy and like everything's wonderful Mm -hmm. Jones had like basically coached everybody and made them do rehearsals before before he knew they were coming he knew they were coming Mm -hmm. and um then someone slips um, the senator a note is like, please take us home. Like this is horrible. Um, and so he's like, okay. And so they do this whole secret mission where they get a handful of people. Um, and Ryan's like, Okay, I'm gonna leave, um, like see you guys later. And then he gets followed um by some people from Jonestown. Um, and they're like, You're not fucking leaving, like you can't take people from us. And Ryan's like, No, like everything's fine. I'm just gonna send a report home that like everything i saw was totally chill like don't worry about it like mm-hmm. trying to appease them um and then because people had left him jones is freaking the fuck out and so prior to this he had been doing these things called white nights which um would just be recordings of him going over the sound system that he had installed so he could everybody could listen to him rant um and white knight meant that there was like an, a major emergency and they had to meet at the center pavilion mm-hmm. and they meet at the pavilion and he would be like, our enemies are coming. We have to like make a decision about what we're going to do. And obviously he meant revolutionary suicide. Oh, yeah. So the first time this happened, he uh, he made people come up and drink Flavorade and um, and they would drink it and someone would have to point a gun at them in order for them to drink it um, because they're freaked out. And they're like, I don't want to die. I want to mm-hmm. stay alive. And also Ugh. we can then spread the yeah, spread the cause that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually he did this so often that people just became fucking immune to it. And they oh. would oh, vol- it was a poison. No. So they no, 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 not to emotionally immune. Okay, okay, okay. So at yeah. this point, like they would just get up and they'd be like, okay, White Knight, like we have to go. We're going to drink the Flavor-Aid. And they, so again, this is like a loyalty test. Okay. So yeah. It's
2: just, it, yeah. It was like protocol. You it drink was, this juice.
4: Yeah. Show it's not that poison. Yeah. Show that you yeah. support Formality. Jones. Yeah. It's going to be all good. Then we can all go back to sleep. Um, and so when Ryan left and took those people with him, he was like, oh, this is like a fucking white night situation and called everybody together and. Obviously, was like, OK, well, like now's our time and they all line up and like drink their flavor aid that had cyanide uh-huh. in it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it did some people get off with the guy.
2: Yeah. So the mm-hmm. senator wasn't killed.
4: No, the senator was eventually shot. There's a, the whole other like story about them getting shot by people that were from Jonestown. Oh, later in life. <gasps> yeah. Oh. No, not later in life. During this trip, a whole during bunch of crazy trip. shit oh, went fuck. happened.
2: Okay, so oh, my God. how many people died in this White Night?
4: Uh, nine hundred and nine. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of a lot it's of people. Lot. Yeah. It's really horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and. They what really is messed up is that Jones, I mean this whole thing is fucked, mm-hmm. but um Jones had a doctor, the doctor of the whole yeah. commune, um test which poisons he thought would be the most effective. And he figured out that cyanide would be the most effective in terms of like killing the most people in yeah. the shortest oh. amount of time. And also this dude wasn't a fucking doctor. Jones he used not. to the previous addict. And Jones, like, helped heal him. Yeah, of course. And then he got... Jones is like, I'll pay for you to go to medical school. He was there for five weeks. Mm-hmm. Five weeks. And then Jones was like, whoa. Diana, like, let's go. You'll be my doctor.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, my gosh. Psychopath. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so 999 people died. He's alive. Is mm-hmm. anybody who works for him alive? Is that doctor
4: alive? Uh, so, like, everybody that is still at the commune is dead. Jones has shot himself because, you know, cyanide's too good for him. Yeah. He killed himself?
2: Yep. Yep. Oh, not just like a a little flesh wound, like he did Mm -hmm. kill himself. Yeah, he shot Mm -hmm. himself in the head. Oh, Mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. I'm glad he's dead. That's
1: good. So that's where Drink the Kool-Aid comes from. Yep.
2: Okay, so Mm -hmm. they all die. So then this guy's out with his survivors.
4: Yes. I don't know how many of them end up dying but i know senator ryan is shot and then a couple of his people are shot um by some people that were sent by jim jones to follow yeah to follow them and then those people that shot him where what what happened to them i have no idea
2: okay
1: (sighs) and it was the biggest um until september 11th it was the biggest single death of people in america yeah at the same time yeah well it wasn't in america but of americans yeah yeah
4: wow yeah
2: Mm -hmm. And then how did, if everyone's dead, how did any of this get back? Like, what
4: happened? Like, how did anybody report about this? So, I don't know if there were survivors of the suicide, but I know that he, Jones taped this whole thing. Like, he was, like, obsessed with audio taping himself. Mm -hmm. And so there are actual fucking tapes of this happening. And then the people (sighs) that were, the people that escaped from Guyana. Yeah, could so, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, could talk about it. Um, Yeah. So it's cyanide? Does it make you die instantly? No. I didn't want to tell you that, Sorry. I <laughs> know.
2: okay. No, that's good. That's okay. Yeah, this is horrible. This yeah. This is really
4: horrible. And yeah. You,
2: but you know what? Every single con artist loves to record themselves.
1: <laughs> yeah. <they'll look laughs> every them. fucking scammer wants to be. <laughs> like yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we podcast. They love
2: to document their bullshit. Ugh. That is so insane.
1: Yeah. It's
2: so nuts. So what year was this
4: again? This is 1978.
2: So did America just like shit themselves? This sounds so crazy. Mm-hmm. Everything is happening right now in America. You have all this shit going down. Everyone's so afraid.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then they're like, oh, my God. This. This is happening. Mm-hmm. So as a child, <laughs> when you read this, were you like, hey, mommy, what did you do? What was going through your brain? Um, I was like, oh, my gosh, like so many people died. How could they have let this happen?
1: Yes. Yeah.
4: Really interested yeah. in this, the whole idea of brainwashing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's Nazi Germany. Yeah. So common. Mm hmm. It's so creepy and so common. And yeah, I think they just find a lot of people that are in in need of something and they fill that need and then murder those people. But yeah. Yeah. Damn. That is so sad. That is crazy. So what part of this, besides the murder, do you think was a scam?
4: I think just like the whole thing. I Mm -hmm. think Jones um, set up a church that was the scam. Mm -hmm. Um, It was there to benefit himself financially. And the healing was a scam he also it wasn't a church it was meant to spread communism wow so like that's a fucking scam yeah yeah the commune was a scam like yeah. it was just there so he could escape because he was getting bad press and like couldn't go back to america because he would go to jail was
2: guyana on
4: one
1: of the magazine lists that's what i was wondering <laughs> I too actually no idea
4: i want to know but i <laughs> yeah, don't know he's only read like
1: what three articles in a <laughs> <one>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah he hasn't read a lot of books this guy no <laughs> not that smart it's so funny to me how like all the stuff that we see our leaders doing has already been done before. Like blaming it on the fake news and mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. And it's so, interesting it's- how many cults like repeat each other.
4: Yeah, because they use like very Simple similar tactics. tactics, and all of those tactics are scams. It's that the cults are there not for a better cause, but like to benefit someone. I'm
2: so curious about also his employees. I mean, they must have gone through a tremendous amount of abuse and then given a tremendous amount of responsibility Mm -hmm. to be like, well, now you've won or you've been saved. So now you do this to other people.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, I
1: can't let my brain keep thinking about it. It's really really bad. Thank you so much, Odd, because this is a fascinating story. (laughs) No, that's fine.
4: I love, like, talking about it, and I just – I think – that we should talk about things like cults because um that's how people get into Scientology. Um yeah. like don't do that and don't let people convince you to give up all your shit, like as much as you want to believe in socialism. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And don't openly just follow people, like ask questions. Don't questions. go to the desert. Don't go to the desert. <laughs> no. Bad things happen there. Yeah. And if someone has a fuck schedule, be weary of them. Oh no, yeah. I think that's a good rule for everyone. So, yeah, so simple. Oh, thank you. Where can people find you on social media? Um, we
4: are at FrauPau Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to send us love notes or questions or um wanna tell me how wrong I was, um our email is yeah. Podcast at gmail.com.
1: Yes, thank-, thank you. Thanks. Okay. See you soon. Bye. Bye. All right. Hello. Yes. This is Sue. I've been asked by the people, which is nobody, to weigh in on the epic Caroline Calloway article we had this week. I thought it was good. I thought it was very fair and balanced. She will, Caroline herself will say anything that's written about her is bullying which it's not, it's fascinating, this article, and I think you should read it, and I think that you should read it if you have ever had a friend that's like an emotional vampire who sucks out your soul, and you, and she is also rich, and you are also like working these shitty jobs. Um, I really did so much to it, and I loved it. Um, It's on the cut. So it's by this girl, Natalie, who was Caroline Calloway's ghostwriter, Um, and helped with her book proposal and all that so oh boy what a read um send us your thoughts and stuff Scamwildpodcast at gmail.com love you bye
3: Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, the podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. I bring you two episodes a week. Every Monday, I cover something from a wide variety of topics, covering everything from feminist faves throughout history like Audre Lorde, listener coming out stories, and other hot button topics like toxic masculinity and the Me Too movement as well as plenty feminist history, the good and the controversial. And then every Friday, I bring you a mini What's in the News episode to keep you up to date with everything that's going on today in the world. And with over 580 episodes available to you right now, there's plenty of good stuff to listen to. You can listen to Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rage on. Bye.